What's going on, crew? Welcome to today's Tick Chiropractic Conversations. I'm Trent Schadecker, connecting you to a culture of chiropractic principles, questions, and chiropractors. And today we've got a special guest and friend and chiropractor on the episode with us, the one and only Bryce Hill. Hey, Trent, thanks for having me. Long time coming. It's been awesome to learn from you the last couple of years, and I'm excited to talk a little chiropractic with you today. It's going to be fun. That's great, man. I just got goosebumps. It has been a long time coming. Bryce and I have a mutual connection. His brother practices uh, alongside me at my practice, and Bryce was one of our one of our first younger interns within our practice. And we got to spend what, eight months together. Yep. Absolutely. I started in May of 21, all the way through December of 21. And then in that process, we were getting started with getting my chiroway open because I love the concept of it. And like you mentioned, Matt introduced me to you. He was in one of your philosophy talks back when we were both in school and he's like, Hey, Dr. Trent, you got to come in and meet him. I was just in one of his talks. I was originally going to try to be a sports chiropractor because you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. So I'm so thankful he introduced me to you. And then I started coming out to your practice out in Woodbury and shadowing a lot, almost once or twice a week for a long time and, and learning from you. And I knew as soon as I walked in there and saw family starting to get under care and the smiles and everybody that came in, it was I knew that was right for me. From That's great. And, and we, uh, we were just in the introduction and, and I think the introduction is kind of leading the way on where, where we're taking the conversation. We are spending some time here on today's tick and within our practices focused on the topic family chiropractic or family chiropractor. And w- why not have another colleague within the Chiroway franchise jump on a call with me who is in the midst of building his family chiropractic center in Egan, Minnesota. Um, let's go, let's, let's do this, Bryce. Um, you mentioned that when you came out and you shadowed, you, you saw kids coming in, you saw families coming in is, was that, was that the game changer from going to sports chiropractor to family chiropractor in, in essence? Yeah, it really was because, and once I started interning with you, you build the relationship so quickly with these families and they're coming in and the office is upbeat and everybody's in a good mood. They're smiling. And that's just, that's the environment I want to be in. And then, and right away, I think, I think it was the first day I shadowed, there was a family of five and a family of four that came in pretty much back to back. And all of them are just like happy to be there, smiling, grinning, and just ready to get adjusted and improve their quality of life. And that, that was it. I was in. That's, that's great. You know, uh, last episode, you haven't listened to it yet because it, it hasn't even been released yet. But the last episode, I, uh, I go into, if you haven't listened to the episode yet and you're listening to this one, go back to the previous episode. I jump into four key characteristics of having a family chiropractic center. And at the very, uh, well, safety being number one, uh, we also had communication uh, and then uh, having uh, reliable outcomes here. I'm going off of memory. I don't have it in front of me. But uh, the fourth one, and, and not the least important, is culture. And what you're talking about in regards to seeing the smiles and having whole families 
come in together is, uh, is an energetic experience. And it's a, it's a thing that keeps me coming back into practice is the people. And when they, when, when you do, when you do chiropractic together, it tends to create an outcome of, uh, more consistency as a family. And you, you just, the family kind of grows, grows into it with time. And, that's how I was introduced to chiropractic. I was brought into my chiropractor in high school for my grandma. My grandma drug my parents and, and my brothers and myself into the chiropractor. And we would all go in and see the chiropractor on a, on a family visit. And that's very common within our practices. Uh, Phil, why don't you fill us in on your background with family chiropractic uh, care and, and why you're why you're so adamant to bringing Cairo away into Egan, Minnesota to yeah. see more kids? Absolutely. So my story is kind of similar to yours, how I first got into chiropractic. I broke my elbow playing hockey. I went to check a guy and I'll admit that I missed and I hockey players understand this, but there's a section where the boards meets the glass that sticks out. My elbow crushed that and basically exploded. So I was in uh, a hard brace for six weeks and I started to get pain in my back because I didn't have that natural gravity stretching out those muscles that you need. So I went into the chiropractor, got adjusted a few times and the pain went away. So, right. I stopped going again. You don't know what you don't know. I wasn't really educated on chiropractic at that time being a freshman in high school, but fast forward six years later, when my family member was pregnant with twins. She was having immense stress on her body. I can't even imagine, you know, growing one baby, let alone two inside you and the stress that that can cause. And she had tremendous results, quality of life skyrocketed. And it was awesome to see. And then we mentioned my brother, he called me and he's like, yep, I'm going into chiropractic as his second profession. I looked into it and I was this is, it gives me goosebumps too. It's like fate. I was two weeks from having to decide whether I was going PT, OT, athletic training, or chiropractic. I dove deep into chiropractic and I loved what I saw. I remembered the results I had and how quickly I had them. And I applied, got in, and it was the rest is history. Met you, and here we are. That's great, man. It's uh it's a shared shared history with seeing results and connecting the dots later on in life. And it's something that as a family chiropractor myself, I have conversations with, with parents and I have conversations with families when they're under care is why would you ever stop something that, that works so well at the, the goal that it, that the objective is, you know, if it produces a higher state of, of a quality of life, or if it produces more well-being in areas uh, in kids that you may not even uh, realize is part of the package with chiropractic care, uh, such as uh, you know reported greater focus or reported uh, you know greater digestion, some of those areas that are not so back pain or neck pain related, but more proactive related why would you ever stop and i think what really boils down to it is people lose sight or they lose vision of why they're under care they lose focus and we spend a lot of time in our practices i know you do just as much as we do uh with communication hence why we're here having a podcast episode on it uh what is the main what is the main thing that you've been telling your clients in practice or telling your families in practice on 
the reason behind bringing kids in? Well, it's kind of the same thing you mentioned. In addition to, you know, all of the tremendous effects you can receive from chiropractic care, the improved sleep, digestion, overall function, you know, promoting healthy immunity, um, boosts in performance, all those things. It's also, it's a bonding time. You guys can, you know, make a family trip to your chiropractor who, like I mentioned, it's an upbeat, it's fun environment, get adjusted and improve your quality of life. It's why, why would you stop? That's a great question. That's that's uh that's that's a great answer the the yeah. experience is part of it you know i was um uh i spend about half of my time my work week working on the franchise side of Cairoway and the other half working on the chiropractic side and there was uh just this recent franchise conversation i was involved in in regards to getting your hair haircut and it and specifically for males and they, this franchise in, in the industry of, uh, barbers, I guess is what you would call it or cosmetology for men, uh, stated, Hey, it's, you really can't do a good job or a bad job on most male haircuts. It's about the experience that you offer that keeps them coming back. So they're not coming back because you're phenomenal at giving a haircut. Although chiropractic's a little bit different because we want to produce phenomenal results with a phenomenal service and a phenomenal technique and making sure that they have reliable results. But the point of it is, is uh, when you bring your whole family into seeing a chiropractor that's saying, hey, this is something that is good for you. And if you do it consistently, you're going to see more results with it, what those results are. We cannot predict because you cannot predict uh, outcomes in time because everyone's different. But yep. there's a general general statement that we say is that you'll see a higher quality of function somewhere in your body because it's removing a negative state of function and turning that negative state into a more normal state. And anytime you do that, that's going to allow the body to have more of that self-healing characteristic uh, to bring yourself back to a new state or not even a new state, but a better state. I've been saying better a lot in practice because uh, it's like the most recent quote I I just read on one of our marketing materials that that you should get from us. Uh, you can make a little asterisk here. We're having a little chiroway conversation now. Uh, it's uh, the good, better, best. Uh, never let your quality of life rest. That's our that's our statement that we're throwing out there right that's now good. to a to a local school. And if you think about that, that is so true in essence that. A lot of times we just give up on the things that our, our body needs, and then that puts us into a lower quality living state. Um, and we do it to our kids on a constant basis because they're so busy, we're so busy, or we just don't hear them complaining, which is something that we're talking here uh, in detail on, which is don't judge your quality of life based off of how you feel, but, but based off of how you function. Well, how do you know how well you're functioning? You see the people that can help evaluate your state of function. You go to the dentist, you go to your pediatrician, you should go to your chiropractor and your chiropractor can provide a very detailed, objective evaluation of your child's uh, state of function in, in regards to spinal integrity. It's a simple evaluation. It doesn't hurt. Uh, it can be really quick. It's done a lot of different ways within the profession, but within our profession, we do a simple uh, muscle evaluation. Muscles have nerves in it. Muscles connect to bones. 
and muscles relay information on the state of tone. Tone is a great indicator, objective indicator for how well things are functioning. No different than uh, going to the gym and lifting uh, your biceps three times a, a week. You're going to see those biceps curl up and get nice and healthy. And that means that they're strong. We want to see strong spinal stabilizers in your child's spine. If we see weak spinal stabilizers, that's a sign of dysfunction or it's moving towards dysfunction. And that's a deviation away from normal. That's not good. So family chiropractor, get your spinal evaluations, get your spinal assessments by a chiropractor who has a focus on pedi pediatrics or children or whole families like we do. Absolutely. So I went off on a tangent there and I told you, I, I said, I, you know, sometimes <laughs> I just take it and I, I, I just speak from what, ha what comes from table talk is what we call it. But that's what awesome. questions What questions do you have uh, coming from uh, just getting into this profession this year to a chiropractor that's been doing it for 12? Yeah, as you've been doing it for 12 years and you've seen a lot of the same families for those 12 years. What, what has been the most rewarding part of being a family's chiropractor for that long? Because that's, that's awfully impressive. Yeah, it's I, I the the people side, the relation is is there, but the relationship is really unique in essence because you don't become like super good friends with your clients. You know them, you know a ton about them, uh, mm -hmm. but you you keep that line drawn in the sand where you don't cross that boundary. Uh, I do have friends that come in and see me, uh, but in in essence, I think the greatest reward of being a family chiropractor is the trust that these families have not only in the, in the care that you're delivering with, with the adjustment, but in the recommendations. So right now at our house, we're going through a phase in our, uh, in our family where we're trying to teach our kids to be better listeners of mom and dad, because when mom and dad have a recommendation for doing something, it's usually in your best a child's interest. Well, what I see in our community and what I see in our society is very similar to what I'm seeing at home. A lot of people never grow out of that adolescent phase of, of trying to not listen to what the best recommendations are or listen to someone that has an expertise in a certain area. I, I still am stuck in that phase at times. It's usually with getting uh, projects done at home. But in essence, when I tell someone, hey, your whole family can benefit from regular chiropractic care and it'll produce a higher quality of life some way, somehow, mm -hmm. due to the body expressing more of its self-healing innate recuperative, po recuperative powers, and they listen to that. And then what they, not only did they listen to it, but they listened to it 12 years ago or 10 years ago um, or even some of my clients that have only been with me seven years, only seven years, and they're still listening to those recommendations, Bryce, that is phenomenal trust. Yeah. That is phenomenal trust. That's like your dentist saying, come back in six months and you listen to them. That's, that's a, that's, it's a win-win relationship. I love that. I, 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 I take my armor of shield of uh, vulnerability down when people trust me, I trust them more. And then it creates a stronger relationship in essence. That's awesome. That's a great answer. I have one more question for you if we have time. Yeah, let's go. Um, what would you say to a parent that is hesitant on coming in and getting adjusted for the first time and having their 
child adjusted for the first time. Yeah. I, you know, I just watched a video by your brother on social media this week and he made a really good point in, in regards that chiropractic care isn't scary. Now it's almost October and this might be released in October. Hopefully it gets out before then, but Halloween's right around the corner and everyone thinks of Halloween as a time of goblins and scariness and whatnot. But Halloween also has a culture of more than just getting dressed up to scare. It's also, it's, it's also beyond that. And not all chiropractors um, are not all chiropractic adjustments are the same. And so not all costumes in Halloween are the same. Not all chiropractic adjustments are the same. In our practices, I can speak very highly because you and I spent eight months training together in our technique with muscle palpation. It is very gentle, very gentle and very assistive and not manipulative. It is not forceful. It is very gentle. So gentle chiropractic adjustments are the first thing that need to be taught to our society on children getting adjusted. That would be number one is, hey, it's gentle. And usually I would say eight times out of 10, it's the kids dragging the parents back into the practice saying, mom, dad, it's time to get adjusted. I have a family of three that come in and see me every Tuesday and the boys literally drag their dad in. The dad loves to get adjusted because he's a golfer and he sees a big difference of uh, within his swing and his ability to get out and do 18 holes how many times a week during the summer. But the kids, the kids like it even more and prefer it probably uh, or are more aware of when they need it. And that would be the second uh, point to say for a new family or a new uh, parent thinking about regular chiropractic care, just thinking about chiropractic consultation with a family chiropractor, it would be, hey, number one, it's gentle. Number two, it's usually necessary. So when I say usually, I don't want to throw a blanket statement out there and say everyone needs chiropractor uh, or needs a chiropractor. You don't know until you get evaluated. So let's leave it at that. And, and from that point, we can go, the kids that I evaluate in my practice, they all need some sort of chiropractic adjustment. And, and then this would be point three, which is, well, what's the purpose of bringing your kid in? It's for the, that reason alone, it's called adjustment. Adjustment in Latin means you bring closer to balance or you bring closer to relationship. And what we're doing is we're rebalancing the, the body's physiology from a state of compensation to greater adaptation. So mm -hmm. number one is gentle. Number two, most, most kids due to the lives they live and the stress they're under and the trauma they're under, they all would, would benefit from an evaluation. And number three, it, what parent wouldn't want their kids to have more balance, more balance in many different areas that we don't need to go down that rabbit hole right now, maybe on the next episode, but that would be my three takeaways and could be your three, uh, three points for a table talk uh, the rest of this week and the rest of your career in this profession, because it's a, uh, it's a no noble and worthy objective and vision to have to being a family chiropractor. And it, it's what keeps me coming back. They're my favorite clients.
Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And like I mentioned, it just brings a whole a whole new atmosphere to the practice when a family of five walks in and they're just gung-ho and happy to be there and ready to get adjusted and improving their quality of life. Yeah, and same. I've got a set of twins under care right now. They're about five months, but they've been under care since maybe like two months old. And every time they come in and they receive their adjustments, mom and the babies, everyone stops and watches. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to see little infants get their gentle chiropractic adjustments. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It is a game energy changer and it's uh it's culture. It's, yep. it's chiro culture at, at its core. But it's a it's a culture throughout the throughout the country throughout the world, and and this would be my last stick on this. And this was really kind of a general conversation on family chiropractic care. Uh, there are millions of people that see chiropractors, and there are a ton of kids and families under chiropractic care. It's just not talked about. It's not promoted, and so people think it's taboo or they think it's not. It's uncommon. No, it's common. And sure. we, we've got a practice full of kids under care uh, in my practice. And you're you're going to be in the same shoes. You're going to be knocking on your next door uh, within the next couple of years asking for more space because the kids like to run all over your practice. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Keep up the keep up the vision. Keep up the objective. And I appreciate your time on this uh, on this episode. We'll get you back on and we'll continue this because uh this was authentic. It was easy conversation. You got anything that you want to share with, with the audience before we uh, cut it loose? They call this a plug. <laughs> well, it just opened up here in Egan, Minnesota back in April. Um, looking to get as many families in as possible. I just want to serve this community to the best of my ability. And I look forward to seeing you guys soon. That's great. I think that's an open invite and same with uh, our practice in Woodbury, Minnesota. And uh, we'll, we'll keep getting the message out there. You keep doing what you're doing, Bryce, and we'll get you back on here soon again, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much, Trent. This Thanks. was a lot of fun. Thanks for being with us, Bryce. Absolutely. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, 
mitigate or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk. Thank you.